0: Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: Wind Down with Jana
0: Kramer and iHeartRadio podcast. Radio. How excited are you, Mike, to have another dude in the studio? I'm so
2: excited. There's usually way too much estrogen going on in here.
0: <laughs> Do you need...
2: Besides, I got Mark. And Easton.
0: Wow, well, I know, but usually, usually, you know, we're interviewing, you know, women, and then we're talking about our menstrual cycle, and then we're talking about IVF, IVF, and, and all, I mean all these things. And now man. we actually have a male guest here for you. I love it today. Is this just for me? No, we're okay. just we're excited cool. to have him. in. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Eric Winters.
2: All right. Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Hi.
2: Some big topics
3: you guys talk about.
0: Um, well, we talk about everything. Michael and I usually start the show with like our fight of the week. <laughs> you know, how long have you been married for?
3: Well, this uh, next month is 10 years.
0: 10 years. So, 13 together. Rosalind Sanchez. Wow.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Where would you guys meet at?
3: She hates when I tell the story. Uh, I <laughs> right. say we met at you a club. I can't wait for you to. Okay. We Perfect. met at an event that was at a club.
0: Okay. Which so club? it's still a club. Yeah. I don't remember.
3: The, I don't know the name of it or if it's Spider, even still around. Spider,
0: or remember, they all changed. When I was back around, it was like I'm Garden of a- Eden.
3: <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm,
0: when I used to club, it was like Concord, mm-hmm. those ones, yeah. Back, Mood. back in the day. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: back uh, in the day. So, we were at a Pioneer Speakers event that was at a club. Okay. And uh, yeah, just I hit on her. She was in a relationship, so it didn't go very well. Great. And then we didn't talk again for a bunch, like a bunch of months and I stayed friends with a friend of hers that was there mm-hmm. and we sort of reconnected down the road.
0: And then do, so did you reach out again to her?
3: Never. That was it.
0: Oh, so then, then she reached out she back reached to out
3: you. She reached out to me. She also yeah, <laughs> is that side sure. of the <laughs> story, <too>. She doesn't want <laughs> to own that part. Yeah, she says she had reasons because her friend was going through a tough time and I was there for her friend, but <laughs> I never reached out to her. She called me.
0: Oh, so 13 years like, later, later the way, together. Not, um, I think <laughs> every girl's done that. Like if a guy like hits on her and then when they break up, you, you know?
2: try to downplay our our situation every time too.
0: Well, you you actively went for me.
4: Wait, remind us of the story because Eric doesn't know.
2: No, so,
0: Eric doesn't yeah. know.
2: We met classic love story. We met on Twitter.
0: He he <laughs> was stalking me on Twitter and kept Sorry. like favoriting things on Twitter. And three things. And I was having a thirties uh, meal. I was it was drinking wine and having macaroni and cheese one lonely single night. And uh, I was like, who is this guy favoriting my stuff? And I look, and I was like, "Oh, he's got a blue check mark too." And I was like, "Oh, he's a football player. He's so cute." So then I, I followed him back, and then with like in a second, he's like, "Hi, thanks for the follow."
2: No, 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 no. In a second, I strategic, second, yeah. I strategically yeah, okay. waited, you know, a good amount of time. How long? It was probably thirty minutes. Yeah, so at least fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, at least fifteen. I was still at 16 eating. Sixteen minutes, I was in there. I was
0: still eating my macaroni and cheese.
2: Yeah, you're a slow eater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, how is it with, uh, you know, because she's she, she's Mexican, yeah, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican. Yeah. Okay, I mean, is does that come into the relationship with the feistiness?
3: Oh yeah. No, I, one thousand percent. But
0: is it, it like too much at times? No, I I love it. Or I mean, do you I, go no, no, like and you snap your fingers back uh, and go all Puerto Rican? Style. Yeah, I get right
3: back <laughs> into the Latin flavor. You know, I, it's, I grew up in La Puente here in oh. Los Angeles, but I, I always dated. I did a lot of Latin. <laughs> she knows the stuff. <laughs> I Latinas in my life. Okay. So I know. Latin culture pretty well. Like people always say I'm a frustrated latino that I <laughs> so like I I totally vibe with with Latin culture and I love the 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 spiciness and the flavor that they bring, you know, into relation and everything really. She's she's like that with everything. Um so I can roll with it pretty well.
0: And you have two kids?
3: Two kids. Yeah, I have a 6-year-old almost 7 in January, a little girl, mm-hmm. and then I have a, a we have a newborn a boy, 11 months. Well, not really a newborn anymore, almost a year. Oh, wow. I'm
0: really happy you guys talked about your struggle cuz it's hard.
3: It's very hard.
0: And what I love about it, too, is we've done two rounds of IVF. Yeah. And the fact that you also gave the shots, because Michael did, would do the shots for me, too, because mm-hmm. it's just not only, I mean, I don't, I know you, um, I, I saw that you, uh, she said she didn't like needles, but with us, it was just to like doing something, it was together, because I felt so alone in the process, already feeling crappy about it and then the hormones, and it's just something that we were able to do together. 100%. So I think that was awesome that you... We did Went it bo- both rounds. Together.
3: You know, it was <clears throat> it wasn't easy. You know, you go through your, your, your life just going, don't get someone pregnant by mistake. Oh. <laughs> right. You know, and then when it's time, you it's think it should so be hard. so easy, Isn't that and it's just mm-hmm. not. Yeah. And with our daughter, I remember.
0: Was it easy with your daughter? No, we, oh, okay. it was it was our
3: first in vitro. It happened on the first on the first attempt. Oh, that's great. Um, but we had done a bunch of you know AIs and stuff before that, and mm-hmm. it was it was a struggle. But I remember I was doing a pilot in New York when she had to give her first injection, so I couldn't give those. Oh, man. I had to, like, coach her on Skype how to mix everything. You know, you had to take yeah. somebody here, put some in there, shake it around, pull it out. Not have the wow. bubble in yeah, it. Not yeah, not have the bubble. And, like, I remember coaching her literally on Skype in my hotel room going, all right, you're going to be fine. She's melting down, yeah. you know. And thankfully, it took on the first. And then we tried again natural for a while after after a few years and nothing was happening and then we went back into uh, in vitro, and it didn't happen right away this time and we we had one frozen that didn't take and then we tried mm. a couple more and I so she we were... had to
0: get more eggs out yeah that's that yeah. that process is oh
3: that's a lot yeah this was our last go at it this this um final in vitro and we did something that we she did a regular one first that didn't go right and then um mm. this was like called I'm trying to think of the name but it was like a micro i they take smaller amounts mm-hmm. in multiple sessions. And then it, you pool all those embryos together and then you put them in. Versus going huh. for the big batch. Right. And whatever reason, we put in four, which I was freaking out. Was, <laughs> oh, my God. You're one. like, oh, you're all going Yeah, to- I was like, oh, my God. But I the, the was like, literally, you have a 15% chance of having one of the four. Oh, wow. And twins was like an 8% chance. I still thought I would get twins. But luckily, we got one. Well, that's. Wow.
0: Fifteen percent It's so. It's just so crazy. Like truly, how hard it is. Because we had four miscarriages before we actually got pregnant with our now baby boy in the belly. But it's just. It's, this is the first. We the second. second. So we have a three year old, and then I'm um, a couple weeks away from from birth. Wow. So
2: yeah, we're about a month away. Yeah. Um, you know, it's Congrats. interesting though. Even the the in vitro, when we went through it, both of our children been con- conceived naturally, but they both came right after failed A failed IVF. A failed IVF. Oh. We would get pregnant naturally, so it's like Janice's system just needed a little bit extra, like yep. you know, progesterone or hormones or something, something that would kickstart her system. And I guess that happens quite. Off. I mean, we had heard
3: that too—that it can happen naturally, mm-hmm. either coming off of an in vitro mm-hmm. or once you do it once, the next one can come naturally. Yeah, right. so I always great. say to
0: people like, if you just did in vitro and it didn't work, like just try on the next try in the next yeah. round naturally because it's happened both times for us. So
3: We kept hearing these stories of people that tried, did everything and beat all these things. Nothing was working. Then they go to adopt and we had somebody that went to adopt and Actually picked up the child from the adoption and found out they were pregnant oh my God. naturally.
0: <laughs> I love it's, that. So they had an
3: adopted baby, and she was pregnant. <laughs> it's usually it's just, because the pressure yeah, off. yeah. The pressure comes yeah. off. Your yeah. right. stress goes yeah. away, even though you don't think you're stressing. So
0: we didn't adopt a, a baby, but we would we every time our the in vitro failed, we would get a, we got a puppy. So every time yeah. we, a puppy, oh. we out, get a we puppy, and then talk about we a puppy, Miss Cairns, we get a puppy. So we're like... to so a full house now. <laughs> yeah,
2: we're, yeah, we're actually <laughs> yeah. driving home, not the same as a child, but driving home with our new puppy, and we found out the same day that Jana was pregnant. So we're wow. like, yeah. all right, well, here we're we're like, we go.
0: okay. <laughs>
2: Congrats, guys. So, thanks, so how man. So
0: was, how was the hormones for? Because the hormones, when I... They're so
2: crazy it's
3: yeah there's no easy way around it i mean you end up you know being married to the incredible hulk for a bit like, you, you, you know you ladies are going through a lot and what's what's wild and we talked about this even in one of our interviews i think on people is it's it's incredibly hard on the woman it's just tough on the marriage it's tough on the guy it's tough on everyone because we're all involved in this process and it's so brutal for you guys physically and we can't do anything to help you mm-hmm. and, and you don't
0: know the hormone. and we don't or, know
3: the hormone. Yeah. we can't you seem fine on the outside but on the inside you're you know losing it because you're going through so much and all the hormone levels are all over the place yeah. so it's just tough it's it's a
0: did you ever find yourself in the process being like i don't even want to do this anymore
3: oh yeah no, multiple times. And I'm an only child, so it's a little different. She has three brothers, uh-huh. so I was fine with one. Mm-hmm. He didn't uh-huh. take. I was like, we're good. We got one healthy child. Right. I'm happy. Yeah, we're, Thank God. Let's yeah. let's move on with this chapter, you know? She really wanted to keep putting herself through it, and so I was supportive of it because it's what she wanted. Right. Um but it was tough. Did you, you
0: look at the marriage, too, and say, or is it just, no, the, the, just, kids? just okay. the kids? No, just the
3: kids, yeah. Right. So we, you,
0: were, you're, you were solid in that?
3: Yeah, we were okay. solid. I mean, you go through struggles. Like, of course. Even without in vitro work. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> arguing about things. But but no, we, we were solid there, but it was just you have to reflect on it all and go, okay, this is temporary. You know, we're, we're arguing about this and this, or you can't control this argument because hormonally it's all you're all over the place or you know whatever you know it kind of balance it
2: yeah you know it's interesting i was just talking to a buddy of mine who's starting to go through this process too and eric you might uh relate to this where i was i was kind of giving him some advice because they're about to start this process and it is hard on the guy Mm -hmm. and you know obviously all the attention and all the pressure is on the woman which you feel very compassionate a lot of empathy for but what i found out and through this the last time Jana and i did it but was by sharing kind of my feelings of you know, anxiety or stress or pressure or sadness through all this, and empathy towards her, she didn't feel as alone because she felt like she wasn't alone in those feelings. So, was that something? Did you talk to Rosslyn and say, "Hey, I'm feeling this way too," so you don't feel alone? Or is it something? Did you still try to stay in, like stay tough and not really express that? Yeah, no, I'm a big big communicator with everything. I don't hide much or hold
3: stuff in. I just kind of let it all out, and that was <clears throat> that would be part of it. You know, we I would voice things just like you're saying. It would give her a better understanding a bit because, you know, if if I wasn't saying it, she would try to figure out why I'm going through whatever I'm going through. And um, it helped, you know, it it helped talking through a lot of it. I mean,
0: I want to get to all the things that you're doing, but I just I'm very intrigued on like the marriage side of things. Obviously, what is what is your y'all's biggest issue in general? (laughs) Yeah. In your marriage. If there's one Mm. thing that you could pinpoint, like what like. You know, I would say for us right now, one of our big issues is we're having a hard time tabling things. We're having a hard time with, you know, stopping an argument before it goes too far.
3: Yeah, that's always tough, right? <laughs> 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 too, yeah. too strong personalities. Too, yeah. strong, strong want to have our voices heard. Yes, and we're like that too. We don't have uh, a true alpha beta. Like, we, we're both...
0: Which is so funny because I, I said to him I was like I bet you she's the the, the man in the relationship not to like no, not yeah. thinking
2: really, like she's such wow. a strong like, wow she says what you know she says what she, you know, she, says what know, what she like, thinks Eric
0: she just, uh, she he's has,
3: definitely the mouse
0: no,
3: no I but when I like, you know from the her.
0: outside looking in I see I'm like because she's you know the Latina like mm-hmm. I, I just I always just imagine you know you're probably just the yes dear.
3: If I I was, it'd be probably a lot easier.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you're probably right. right. It'd be probably a lot
3: easier. He's an
4: only child. There's (laughs) no way he's like going down, right?
3: No, I'm very type. And I remember we had this talk early on when we were dating. I was like, look, here's the deal. We're both type A's. Uh Somebody Mm -hmm. has to give. And I know you always feel like she's... I'm a strong, independent woman. No man's going to tell me what to do. I said, okay, I get it. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to... You're going to have to step aside and be the B at some point, and I'm going to have to do it at some point. Mm -hmm. We both have to take a step back and be the submissive one at some point. If two people are always trying to be heard, Mm -hmm. you're never going to. It's compromise. That's what every marriage is built on. Well, compromise is different. No, it's not. Like, when you compromise, you've taken the step back. You're now the beta in that situation. When you don't compromise, you're both going to be alphas, or you're never going to resolve anything, or else go find yourself a beta, and then... You'll be like, oh, now they're right. always submissive, and I'm bored. bored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They <exactly. laughs> exactly. do everything I want. That's so boring. You know, that's the thing. Yeah.
2: I think that's why Jan and I were able to have been able to make it work is because we were that way when we first met too. Where it, it was, we I gave it back to her. You know what I mean? And 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 so I did come to Eric's defense before I even met him. I said, well. She thought maybe you're the mouse, and I said no. It's probably just a strong, confident kind that can handle that personality. Yeah, you know, because I I know. Understand. You
0: were right, honey. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll
2: take that. By the way, There's all the year you were right, between. you can get even if it's about <laughs> this. I'll take it.
0: I know. How, it's
2: all yours. So you guys celebrating ten years next month. Mm-hmm. You know, I I hear this a lot, kind of with Jana being in the business and the entertainment world, and oh, that's a long time for Hollywood. I think that's a long time for any marriage. It is. Do you get when you look at your marriage? Do you consider it? Oh, like. This is long for Hollywood, or it's just hey, this is just our marriage separate of whatever else that we do.
3: Oh yeah, I'm very much both of us. Thankfully, I think at the stage in our lives where we got together was the right time. Mm-hmm. Had we met when we were young, we were both married and divorced before we met.
0: Oh wow, how long were you married before?
3: Uh, I was married three, know, three years. Okay, yeah, I think it was three years. Yeah, just it was three didn't years. work. Too young. Just didn't work. We were very young. I got yeah. married at 25. Oh, well. oh yeah. wow. <clears> oh <throat> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and she also got married rel- relatively young too. But we say, like, we're both very, I'd say Hollywood removed, if you will. Like, I mean, we work in the business. We do the business. I'm from L.A. Like, nothing really surprises me about the business. And I didn't, like, want to be an actor my whole life. That wasn't my thing. I was a psychobio major at UCLA. I wanted to be a doctor. Wow. And I sort of, different ways, fell into this business. And I started studying it and taking it serious. Right. So maybe that's part of the reason why. I'm not so it's a Hollywood marriage or whatever I just it's marriage and you got to fight to make things work and it's one of the uh, I don't know ever say it's a job but it is a job it's one of the toughest mm-hmm. things, oh, things you will ever just work everything yeah, you day. ever put your efforts into is a marriage and kids is the other thing like it's yeah. it's full time you have to be committed to it you have to work at it It's that you can't take it for granted you want to be the best you, you can be at anything you know you're an athlete you got to work yeah. <laughs> you know and that's it
0: <laughs> do you guys do you believe in therapy
3: Hundred I mean, percent. I have my psych, psych degree, so yeah. I'm fully That's supportive of, yeah,
0: we're, of therapy. Yeah, we love we love therapy. Yeah,
3: talking things out. If it takes someone else being in the room, and and as long as it's a good therapist that can handle both sides of the story, because I can't. I'm like, wait, 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 stop.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, how do you guys deal with? Because I mean, you guys are both very good looking, so is that has that been tough too with the people that have tried to maybe come in and?
3: Yeah, in this business, it's hard <clears throat> in general because no matter how you. <laughs> I mean we are given you know freedom to kiss somebody on a set on a regular basis all the time the the boundaries are broke mm-hmm. when you go in even though it's Acting and you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be doing well, whatever. When you're
0: spending a lot of time together too on the, the yeah breaks, it can
3: be twelve hours during a day. You're mm-hmm. sitting on set. You become you. You get to know the people. You know they're cool. and They then, look
0: charming. They don't have issues. Yeah, they're sweet. yeah. And, you know it's like it's best
3: versions of themselves. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. It's the Instagram version, right? I mean? yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah, you see yeah. you all day. There's it's going to be a- great. A hundred percent, and then you're, you know, breaking this wall that you normally would never do in life and you're now kissing the person because it's in your scene. So that's you're like,
0: did I just feel something or yeah. So you've got to balance,
3: right? Like what all that is and you you are acting. And at the end of the day, sure. I mean, there are people that try to get in the middle of stuff. We've had it early in our relationship where someone, you know, tried to, you know, hit on her, hit on me, you know, whatever. And you kind of just have to nip it in the bud right away. And and mm-hmm. make your your place known where you are, and they you know usually go away right. yeah, I
0: think that's important too, and just setting you know we've always said things you 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 are putting you can put yourself in the bad situation, so it's hey, maybe you shouldn't read lines in the hotel room. Maybe you shouldn't Probably read not. lines in the trailer. You know, but, but <laughs> with a drink. My, <laughs> right, right. In my early 20s, though, I would flirt with that line because it's like, oh, yeah, just come over to my room and we'll have a glass of wine and read lines. And you're like, wait, this is... Now you've just invited trouble into your, into your setting.
3: Well, by the way, if you're single...
0: I mean, right. Right. you're right. single. Well, that's the more perk power, power to you. Right. Right. I, don't I run rent to my hotel room and probably probably have a drink.
3: The time, but yeah, why <laughs> <You laughs> <You> not? <know, laughs> like, what? if you're single, don't say you're no to no that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You want to rent your room? Sure. <laughs> right.
0: But yeah, most likely the chances <laughs> I probably wasn't single at the time. But it's it's about knowing your boundaries and keeping them healthy. 100%. But it's it's so hard in this day and age when everyone's very pretty and things look nice when yeah. you don't know the the real crap underneath everybody's. Single. Yeah,
3: if you're not single, you got to try and keep yourself out of. Any possible temptation or situation yeah. that could go sideways or mislead
2: somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, something we haven't really had to deal with yet. What? The boundaries around like the whole acting. That's and, not true
0: because I've done a couple no, of movies. With yeah, you. but it's
2: been, you know. A Hallmark kiss, <laughs> yeah, big difference. <laughs> big difference. Like a Green gritty, a gritty yeah. independent, yeah, monsters right. ball. <laughs> right, right, a little HBO, Yeah. <laughs> when I see that, and I'm like, oh, that's kiss. cute. Like, yeah. oh, totally. and you like,
0: and even known the guys too that I've like. Yeah, and I come on put.
2: set and I get to know the guys, and I'm like, right. yeah, it's great. I like this guy. Like, I and
0: Kevin, w- like one of my guys that have been like love my husband that guy. Too, in my past movies, like he'll come stay with us. Like, yeah, it's fantastic.
2: But that's going to be interesting when you get back into something like that it's like hey honey this is my scene both sex scene yeah yeah Uh,
5: yeah well
0: again it's you know when i've had when i have you know you've had those scenes too it's there's so many people it's not like that yeah it's so it's so not sexy and which i've always kind of tried to tell him too i'm like it's It's definitely not a comfortable environment but no like no one wants to be in their underwear you know even when i was in my underwear making out with Stephen Colletti on Winter Hill, i was like this isn't this I didn't feel anything because it sorry, Stephen, but it just didn't like, it, it just, like, there's people there, you know,
2: it's but you guys weird. are in that world. I'm just a I'm just a guy. Listen, I'm an athlete. This what I'll save you the in the world. I don't find it still easy or comfortable. Mm-hmm. My
3: my wife is way better with that stuff. And I am like, I won't watch her do love scenes. We produced a movie together for lifetime. and She had this big love scene. I left and I was on set every single day. I didn't stay on set for that. I didn't want to watch it when she does yeah. it. And I have to see it like if it's on TV. I don't even watch a kiss. I don't like it. Yeah, I'd prefer turn the other way and just not have to see it all the time. She has no problem watching it if I do it. Like she's fine. She's like, oh, it's acting, whatever. I don't, I don't care. I don't think she likes it, but yeah, you know, she she understands. Can tolerate it. It. Right. I, it's still to this see, day it's not easy for me. That's how I, how I
0: could would be. never watch you do it. Well, obviously because of our issues, our and stuff. Is our history is a little <laughs> rocky for that. But I would, I could never.
2: No. Ever. I'm never going to be an actor. So. <laughs> I don't know. Eric didn't plan on being one either. Yeah. Look at him now, no, so. you are
0: not. I'm sorry. I, will, I just, I cannot. I cannot. Sign me up. No, you <laughs> are not happening. So, okay.
2: Running Lions Hotel. You're on,
0: no, <laughs> not happening.
3: Babe, what do I do?
0: Uh, you know.
3: She'd be there with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So let's, let's go into the acting, because I'm starting to get a little warm and, and, and heated right now. Um, We're getting her fiery. Okay, so I'm loving this conversation, but I first, uh, I have to tell you guys about Brooklinen. I always say that you spend, what's it, half your life in bed? More than half your life in bed. So you need to have a good mattress, but also the sheets are so important. And I know Mike is always super, super, you're like very finicky with your sheets. Very picky. So when I told him that we had some new sheets coming into our our collection he's like oh no 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 and i was like no Mm, i'm telling you i was like these are amazing they're they're the winner of the best of online bedding category by uh good housekeeping brooklyn is so sure you'll love your new sheets that they offer a risk-free 60 night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters i mean they're so incredibly comfortable i love it also too because it was founded by a husband and wife so i love that but their mission is to bring five-star hotel quality sheets to everyday life. And this is a, a little tip, too. Luxury sheets without the luxury markup. So most betting is marked up as much as 300%. So to me, that's crazy. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code Janna at brooklinen.com. The only way to get twenty dollars off and free shipping is to use promo code JANA at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, com. Promo code Jana. These really are the best sheets ever.
2: Okay, it's that time again. Jana got another FatHip fun box to <laughs> the right. house. Just- I was
0: <laughs> I was out of town. And I was like, "Hey, honey, can you please open some of the boxes?" And he's like, "Oh, well, here's your FabFitFun Fun box." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. Open it, please."
2: <laughs> yeah, and she wanted me to go into the box, take out all the products, which I was, you know, reluctant to do. But then I go in, and we're like FaceTiming. And I'm like, "Ooh, ah!" Like even I was getting <laughs> you excited over ah stuff the
0: entire time.
2: Yeah, because it was two glam, two Glam Glow masks that which, we both use, which are fantastic. Do. I will admit that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, then the sleep mask, which you're like, oh, I don't know if I'll use and I was like, Wait, it has like rice or beans in it that you can heat up and put on your eyes for like your sinuses. So again, I was again,
0: like, is this I box was... for me or is this box for you? <laughs> it kind of turned into it really to, did. to
2: mine, but it's fantastic. And for those of you just to remind you, fat Fit Fun is a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full size fashion beauty home fitness and wellness products for just forty nine ninety nine a box. Again, full size, not samples. Okay, this isn't a little sample section at CVS or anything like that. Like you're getting the full thing.
0: Check out line at Sephora.
2: Yeah, not happening. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't travel size. This is the full stuff. Okay, you can sign up for Fat Fit Fun today. Fat Fit Fun boxes are amazing and always sell out. Use uh, Jana's code JANA to get $10 off your first box. Go to fatfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code JANA to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200. For only thirty nine ninety nine, Go to FabFitFun.com and use code Janna to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box.
0: And actually, it was fun opening it up with you. Actually, it was fun. I know, right? I enjoyed
2: it. Usually, i just like, all right, this is Janna. you can take it. But I was like, hmm, huh, okay.
0: And I think it's something, too, that the husbands can get a, you know, you could sign that up for your wife and just, it'll show up at the door and you'd be like, well, I didn't order a FabFitFun, but the husband could say, but I did it for you, honey. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Well played, well played, sir.
0: I like it. All right, Eric. So you're on rookie.
2: I'm on the rookie.
0: You just had a huge premiere with the rookie. Yes. How stoked were you to get that, that um, that role?
3: Well, I, I will say this was a role I had to really fight for, and and it's it's interesting because my last pilot before this was the same group of people, same director. It was Mark Gordon, same everybody.
0: You had to have felt pretty good then walking in for your test, I, or did you not? No, test I had offered? to go
3: through the whole thing, and it was brutal because I. I was meeting with um, that casting office I know really well, and I was like, oh my God, it shoots in LA. I know the whole group. Like, where, where's my offer? This is yeah. perfect for me. And yeah. they're like, nope, <laughs> you're too nice of a guy. You're not this guy. And I was like, it's acting. I have. You want to see my real? Like, I <laughs> sure. just did the good doctor. I got... I'm
4: sorry they don't know you at all. You're an absolute ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's Amy
3: Sugarman, everybody who yeah. I've known for far too long. Um, <laughs> we honestly, all say that. So, <laughs> yeah. so I was told, oh, look at.
0: What? Oh, oh, oh yeah. there it is. Yeah. Rookie. That's, a a in, that's a good in the sign. That's a That right is. Now, so. That's a
3: that's a really the good rookie
4: sign. rookie is a hit.
3: fire hit. So, yes. it, must watch. They told me I had to go and they didn't believe I could be this much of a jerk.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I took it so personally and I was so I was just that so You were
0: such a dick to them. I that. was oh my <laughs> yeah. god that's I awesome. went in
3: had probably the best read of my uh, career, the maybe. Best like it was like where the uh. whole environment changed in the room, and yeah. all the air went away, and it was just this crazy intense moment. I'd to get emotional in the second scene, and I was like t- I tears and I all this stuff, and I was cursing at one of the producers, like, "What do you, what, what do you want from me?" I got that there you go. I, I was just an ass the entire th- yeah. the entire time in the room. I knew everybody in the room didn't say hi to anybody. I walked out, and they all freaked out and came running out after me. I was like, Eric, are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. It's acting. You're welcome.
6: (laughs) I love it.
3: (laughs) And it was so, uh, it was just like one of the best moments I've ever had in the business outside of Viva Laughlin test. That was the other one. Those are my two favorite moments in the business. Um, And then I still had to go through. They wouldn't give it to me off of tape because Nathan still had to approve me, so I still had to go test for Nathan to see me. Thankfully, I kept, you know, doing my thing every step of the way. And when I finally got it, it was the oh, it was the best feeling ever. So this job, this role, is a very uh, you know personal and
0: you did uh, ride alongs too. I've
3: done like yeah, I've done three ride alongs.
0: What was there anything crazy that happened during ride along?
3: We had I had one both times before that. I was in Rampart, which is a very tough division, and nothing really went down. And then this one um, ride along, I was with Liz Freelander, the director. Okay, and we had a moment where with the guy there was like this big um, corporate party gang night. This night. Like this gang celebrates their gang on this night. <laughs> oh. And they usually party it up early and then they head into Hollywood and then they tear up Hollywood and they come back and cause problems. So it was a kind of a slow night and, and the gang unit's off. And the guy riding with us, the sergeant, says, Hey, I want to take you down the street. This is a big gang street, so you can see what's going on. And we happen to go down and the cars are, you know, parked normal. And then as we get a little further, they're double parked.
6: Mm. And
3: then we start going, This is weird. And we end up coming on one of the, you know, houses they know is a gang house. And there was probably a hundred gang members standing in the street with mm. drinks, in the house, out of the house. Oh my and the God. Sergeant rolls down his window and decides to flex in the moment. And I'm in the back seat, not bulletproof doors. The director's in the front seat. She has a bulletproof door. The backs aren't, just so you know. <laughs> and he goes, Hey, what's up with all you guys double parked? And I'm like, who cares? Right yeah, like, here. Double parked. Oh, no. And he's like, I need you all moving your cars <gasps> or I'm coming back in 15 minutes with my boys. And you see all these gang members' posture, because it's a whole posture mm-hmm. thing, right? right? You know, hands start going towards po- like, just oh. They all start posturing, and the air, I mean, it's one of those moments, again, where the air comes out of the car, and you just feel still. And I, and I just thought, like, this is really bad. Like, at any moment, wow. if they decide, someone decides to earn a stripe and be a hot shot, it's yeah. one cop and two civilians. And then we go to turn to leave, and another car of gang members comes up, and we get blocked. Mm. So now we can't even move. So it's a matter of who's going to let who out. And the cop pulls his gun and has it low against the door at the window just in case. So when we see that, now we also know he's not comfortable in the situation. And... I'm dying going if bullets start flying, I'm yeah. dead. I'm I had in the, the best back. role ever. Yeah. And I, could have, I could have been so good. I and now I an can't Emmy. play it. You don't know what I went through in this audition.
4: <laughs> this is my I could Emmy. Have been so good.
3: It was crazy. And <laughs> so little through. by little they inched away, they let us pull out. Wow. And within five minutes, so this guy's on the phone immediately, on the radio, on his cell phone, calling every division. Within five minutes, there's like 30 cops at a church's chicken at eleven o'clock at night. And they all start getting stuff out saying how we're going to go infiltrate like oh. the gang house and make them all go home. And so the director and I are like, Let them should we be doing this right now? But then part of us are like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Can we get a selfie really quick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow. And we start planning the whole thing and it goes on and then the airship flies over and these dudes left. They wow. all wow. move their cars. So we never got well, to go bust nice the gang of them. up, and they went. Yeah. They went home. No, they went to Hollywood. Oh. They went the club <laughs> and caused problems like
2: they do. I mean, <laughs> you
0: know? that's very nice. So that they moved. So yeah, yeah. You know. they
2: listened to the guy. Good job, gang. Wow. So yes. Thanks.
3: Good on you, gang. That's fascinating. But it was though. a moment where I was like, "This is."
2: Wow. Is, is there That's a lot scary. of is there paperwork involved with that? With like liability and everything? And no, because guys... nothing
3: ended up happening. Like if something would have happened or bullets would have but been even
2: done. to do the ride along. Oh yeah, nothing... just sign oh, okay. in that you
3: know, I can't sue if something like that goes right. sideways.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> like, wanted
0: to be a cop. You still, wanted- that's one
2: of those things. Like, if you look back in your life, like, what would you, you know, want to be? Like, that's one thing law enforcement of some kind, ultimately, FBI. But that's something I've always been passionate yeah, about.
0: Yeah, when he retired from football, he's like, I think I'm gonna. You had you were gonna go to a It's
2: like an orientation.
0: You went to it, an- you went to the orientation. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, but
2: then I, I told Jan I basically wanted to be on like the uh. What they call it
0: there?
2: Narco. Basically, the squad that kind of like anything goes. Yeah, yeah, and I don't remember what they called it in Tennessee, but Jan was like, "Yeah, no." I was like, "Well, then I don't <laughs> know." Like, do
0: no, I said, "If you if you're really passionate about that, but that would that would be you're
2: like, like we're yeah. trying to have a kid. You can't <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: do that."
3: <laughs> I was like, all right. That was my. I text Roz after that incident happened. I text her from the car. I'm like, you won't believe. Which she's like, you are an idiot. We have two kids. We just had a baby. You're an actor playing a cop.
4: Yeah. This is real, do honey. You, do you ever come
3: home in your uniform? No. I, I thought about it. I might have to do it this year for Halloween. Like, if I'm yeah. working, I was like, I'm just going to roll straight from work. Vest belt to to the sidewalk. (laughs) Can I just be a real
2: cop? Tell tell us about your character because I'm pumped to watch. I told Janet, you know, I don't watch honestly many network TV shows, and then I saw it. Remember, I was like, we
0: watched How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, besides like that, we know that it aired October 16th. We've been traveling the past two weeks, so it's 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 with on. We're like, we're we're so ready to watch it because he has been really pumped to watch it. But no, what, like, what, what, tell us more about your character.
3: So uh, I'll preface this with saying the show is sort of like a Grey's Anatomy meets Hill Street Blues. It's very, it's a very character driven (laughs) show, as our creator says, that sort of masquerades as a cop show. So it's not just about the cases. It's really, it is really a character piece of all of us and how we interact um, on duty, off duty, how our personal lives, you know, bleed into being a cop and how it affects your personal life, so Mm -hmm. to speak. So in that, I am. This very militant, like tough, um, much of an ass training officer, a P3 that is in my rookie's face at all times or anybody that is sort of on the department. And my whole way of being is if, you know, if you want to be a cop and this is really what you want to be, if I can make you crack, if I can break you, you'll never be able to handle the street. Mm. And a lot of training officers do handle it that way like in the the ride-alongs I've done in the interviews I've I've done with these people and talk to them everybody does it differently but it's like that tough like I had tough coaches growing up that I hated but they always made me better yeah and I had ones that would give you the you know the pat on the butt or the compliment here and there I'm the guy that's never going to give you the pat I'm never going to tell you you did a good job you're just going to either know it by looking in my eyes or you're not and he's that guy that makes you earn every second of it and part of the reason that comes out in the pilot is my backstory and you see I I have a wife that um I don't know how much I can say, but a wife that is struggling with addiction mm-hmm. and you you meet her in the pilot and she comes back for more episodes and it shows you sort of why the she's the one person that gets to me and breaks me mm-hmm. um, at all moments and sort of what know,
0: what sets this show apart than the other cop shows out there?
3: I think a big part of it you're gonna fall in love with the characters. Okay. You know, versus if you were to watch any other procedural where it's about the case yeah. that keeps you going. Right. Yeah. Another cool thing is because we're a show that's on patrol. You get cases, but you get case after case after case. Like you get a lot of cool cases happening all the time versus if it was an FBI show and it's one case for the whole episode. Right. So you get that action, that fun. We also have a lot of, with Nathan, he's such a charming guy. There's a lot of natural humor mm-hmm. built into the show and a lot of heart. So I think people are going to fall in love with the characters, hopefully, whether you love them or you hate them. Yeah. And that's going to make you want to come back. And plus you get all this great, you know, cop. Adrenaline mm-hmm. action packed with it.
0: it. Well, thank you, Eric, so much for coming in. You guys can watch the rookie, uh, ABC's ten nine Central. Thank you so much for sharing all about your life.
3: Thank you, thank you for having
0: me,
2: Eric. Yay! Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: I love Eric. He's so uh, handsome.
2: He's handsome. I
0: wasn't going to say it. He but is. Oh, I
2: can say it for everybody.
0: You can say it. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely
2: my new bromance.
0: I feel bad that I said that he didn't wear the pants though that's
2: but that's you like you don't really come across politically correct in those kind of situations like you basically want to say oh so you're like the little bee in the family yeah
0: i know but she's because, okay got it well
2: she's
4: you know, so fiery Rosalyn, right
0: but Rosalind has such a big personality yeah. yeah so that's why i was like of course you know he just does whatever she says
2: but why of course i but, don't but, know. but you know it's funny J- Jane and i were talking about kind of the the you know their relationship coming into it and like Mm -hmm. what she just through you know word of mouth or whatever and i told her kind of like we said we we recapped with him earlier and uh, and i was basically saying well yeah maybe that's it but also what if he's just a type a also that's very confident in his skin and
0: you were so right
2: i was so right yeah
0: Yeah, there can be two type a's i hit
2: it yeah absolutely turn it
0: up I mean, that is that is a fiery household. though. Yes. I'd love to just. I, a oh, I would
2: love wall. to be a fly on the wall. I would Sexy, love
0: it so much. I feel
2: like him and I have a lot of common in how we probably handle our type A fiery women.
0: I re- that, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I don't feel like I'm as fiery as I was.
2: No, because You've I'm all
0: tamed the fire.
2: <laughs> I've tamed the beast. You're keeping it no, controlled. You
0: know, it's it tamed, you know tamed. The fire is therapy, and I mm-hmm. I want to talk to you guys about talk space because I think it is so cool. So today's show is sponsored by Talkspace. It's the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. So there's been so many times when I haven't been able to get in, you know, with my therapist or honestly I didn't have the money to pay for a full session and I've just I've had this question or I needed help or I had anxiety around something Well, you can do that from anywhere. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. So I I don't know. Honestly, I think that's incredible. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life change – sorry – the Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life changes we all face. So to match with a the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com jana and use the code JANA to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Jana and Talkspace.com slash Janna. And you know who I know who would really, really, really love that app?
2: Who would love that app?
0: Is our amazing friend that is in studio, Mr. Nick Wooder.
2: Yeah! Hey, guys. And
3: And Catherine.
0: Well, I'm going to say, and Uh you know who also is here is his wife. Hello! (laughs) Catherine
2: (laughs) Wooder. Yay!
0: So, Catherine and Nick are our besties, and how do I say this? Because I... (laughs) Catherine's just, like, mean mugging me right now. Um, (laughs) I... I love their dynamic, and let me tell you why. Nick loves therapy. That's okay. That is Catherine's husband. A husband loves therapy, and Catherine does not love therapy. <laughs> so the wife, and yeah. I just think that's such a fascinating yeah. dynamic.
2: Again, that's just a stereotype, essentially. But, yes, naturally, as you know, people are in life, that's kind of how it is. Is usually the male stereotypically not as in touch with emotions and want to talk about feelings, and usually the woman is.
0: Can I just ask, Catherine? Like, what does is Nick asking you to go to therapy, and you just don't want to go, or is it just more? Because I know you connect more with Mike about the whole.
1: You're just not as emotional. Yeah, I'm just not as an emotional person. He, I mean, I go to therapy with him. I just don't love it like he does. Um, He's just a lot more emotional. Right. He's just the girl, and I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, And how does that feel to be called I mean, <laughs> Nick's face? In this aspect. In this aspect. Yeah, just I'm criticizing so right. myself, though, too. I'm not just saying.
7: It's time for me to have the mic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, Nick, go ahead. Defend yourself.
7: Um, no, I'm naturally wired that way. Um, a little more emotional, but I think I just like to talk. And, like, oh. and so sitting down with somebody and... Getting things off your chest is just, it's therapy. Right. <laughs> it's, um.
0: What I do you think your biggest challenge is, though, not being able to, you know, with Catherine kind of not being as excited to go?
7: Um, it's, it's not a lot of challenge as far as getting her to go or opening up or anything like that. Once, once we get there, it's great. It serves its purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just told early early in our relationship that good times bad times no matter what go um don't wait till you have an issue to deal with to go just keep that line of communication going at all times and that's that's a good way to do it
2: what do you contribute you know your feelings about just wanting to talk things out and and be so communicative because again just through all the therapy janna and i have done you know family of origin is a big part of those things and my family certain things weren't talked about not just my biological parents but my aunts uncles grandparents and all that stuff is that something in your family that was always instilled like you guys talk things out uh,
7: yeah we did um i grew up in a very tight knit family that um as we've kind of learned going to therapy for for years now um that we pick up things that we were raised with right. and there were a lot of things that i didn't realize growing up that have molded me who I am today, but I had such a great childhood that I always kind of went into it, and and everybody get upset with me because I was like, no, my childhood's great. Nothing went wrong. (laughs) I told me you loved me. Mom was there. They were at every game. You know, it was perfect. But as you dive into it deeper, you realize that that kind of created some things that you deal with every day that maybe I hid or masked or or what because I felt like everything was so good
2: what do you guys think this is for both you guys again for Jana and I we have like more anxiety around being parents because of all the therapy that we've done knowing like you just said Nick how your family of origin really structures you what are you guys doing are you conscious about that about that when you're raising your three kids
1: I think it's terrifying. It is. It's absolutely, because it was very obvious when we started therapy, like, let's go to therapy to figure out how to fix Catherine. Like, I had the very... Is that really what you thought? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I had the very obvious family issues. Like, very like your mom? Me and my mom didn't have a good relationship. She had a drug problem. You know, all of those things. We are not emotional. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about a lot of things. So I felt that way, too. It's like, all right, let's go. Let's figure out how to fix me, you know? But then you realize that, like, he thought his was perfect, but it wasn't,
2: um. and that came
1: into play a lot too. But the problem was, is I can deal with conflict and move on. He sees conflict and he's like, "Oh God, it's over!" You know, and he freaks right. out. So it was like when we
7: were dating, um, when we had our first fight. I was like, "Oh man, I really thought this relationship was gonna work."
0: Like, <laughs> well, you, thinking, you, like, well, you bigger work. life. See ya. <laughs> but that's what probably the perfect family. That's what that was. That one of the things that maybe hurt your image was it wasn't yes. perfect. So yes. we're and, done. And,
7: and I don't know if you know, my parents. Uh, just I didn't see it. Um, you know, w- was there conflict and, and stuff? Sure, of course there there right. is in every relationship. But as a child, I never saw it. So I guess deep down, I never learned how to really deal with it. Mm-hmm. So in you know high school, college, all my relationships never was there much conflict maybe because I dated girls that didn't have those strong personalities and then I married one that has a very strong personality so
1: but to answer your question Mike (laughs) I was thinking about that it is it is very scary when you think about how that all comes into play for kids so like my oldest son Caden who's nine is already not very touchy-feely like me Mm. so I go to therapy and we talk about it and it scares me you know I'm kind of like oh no how do I deal with this now I already recognize that he's more like me and is this something I need to deal with now? Is this like, I, I don't know the answer to that. What does the therapist that. say? Like, does well, it... we haven't even really talked to him about it yet, okay. honestly. Um, but we need to. But yeah, when I'm in therapy all the time, I will be in tears. And they'll be like, what What are you crying about? I'm like, I'm just thinking about my kids. Yeah. I think about my kids and I cry. Because <laughs> right. it's like,
2: Well, oh. you do your, the best you can as parents. And again, through therapy, you understand that. Like you don't, no one blames their parents necessarily for maybe character defects or flaws that you might have now as an adult. But you understand that they do the best that they can. We do the best that we can. There's something going to happen something going to happen with our children that we have no control over based off circumstances in life that we're try to do our best but we can't control every aspect.
0: Absolutely. Are, are you trying to maybe be more touchy feely that way they they'll see that more with like Nick? Yeah. Because yeah. you're so emotionally connected to your kids but right. you're just not as much
1: right and it I, and i it's can not tell. That
0: you don't love nick obviously you know you guys have been together for a long time but it's just you know you that's again where you are like mike in that aspect where right. the intimacy mm-hmm. is just not
1: oh yeah for sure there. and it's funny I, the other day ramsey our two and a half year old like in the mornings you know we do kiss and i give her a kiss because nick usually takes her to school and now Every morning, pretty much, she'll go, Mommy, daddy kiss. And so she oh. always, so she's yeah. recognizing it. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't know as much about the older. I don't know if Kiss was the first, mm. if maybe we weren't as conscious then and he's not, or if that's just him and he's a boy and he's nine. I, I don't know. Right. Because Emmy is pretty, my six year old, she's pretty affectionate. Mm-hmm. So, was he I, affectionate I don't know. when he was younger? Um, yeah, more. But he was always just kind of a boy and like wild, you know. Mm-hmm. Just kind of mm-hmm. like didn't really? want to sit still, didn't want, you know. So it's uh, yes, yeah, more than he is now.
7: But he is emotional, so it's not like, you know, he's not a kid that doesn't. He he does keep his emotions on his sleeve. So he he's not that stereotypical boy that you know doesn't have emotions right. or mm-hmm. gets upset like he. He's
4: sensitive.
7: He's very sensitive. Because how old's um,
4: Rocco again?
0: He's six. He's six, okay. So, do you notice a change because of the divorce?
4: He, I always explain him as a rubber band. He is, he is a go with the flow kind of kid. He always has been, and he just was born with this super happy disposition where he just laughs and hugs and kisses. He's super loving. He's very sensitive, though. Very, Mm -hmm. his feelings get hurt really easy. But the divorce hasn't really affected him. He's asked a couple times, why do you, know, why do, why do you guys live in different homes? And I explained to him, he has such a broad group of friends who have different experiences. Some of his friends just have a dad. Some of his friends just have a mom. Some of his friends have two dads. Um, so, you know, I've just been, it's been really helpful to explain to him that everyone's experience is so different. Mm -hmm. And he's really lucky to have a mommy and a daddy that he gets to spend time with. And he enjoys that. He loves it. So he's doing really well. Thank you for asking. Um, But I think as boys get older. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. can be. But they start to close up a little bit. They just do. They're boys.
2: And I think that's a good point, Jen. I think some of it is just biological. Mm-hmm for years and years and years of these stereotypes holding true, that it's like out of our control, that a a person, a kid's going to be who they are to an extent. Yeah, parents can help mold who they become, but some of it's just out of our hands.
4: Right, absolutely. So Nick and Kat, do you believe in therapy so much that at some point you will include the kids or have them go to a therapist?
1: That's a good question. Yes, and when we when I say I don't love therapy, I actually do like therapy on my own. Mm-hmm. I have learned to love that. I don't love couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's preface that. But yeah, I do think I do think that I would probably <laughs> t- take my kids to therapy. That's but cool. at what
0: age? It's like so. That's the thing that kind of worries me too. Is too much therapy at a young age bad too? Like, is that?
2: I think that's, that's tough. I think that's all you gauge it on how your child Mm -hmm. is, but also you don't want to give them a complex thinking that they have to go to talk to somebody because they have an issue, quote unquote, right? Mm -hmm. right? You don't want to encourage that. It's more about if you see certain signs maybe, and you're just like, Hey, mommy and daddy both go to talk to a person, talk about feelings. If you don't feel comfortable talking to mom and dad, give them another outlet. Mm -hmm. If they don't come, if they're not communicating to us.
4: Especially at the tween and teen stage.
2: Yes, especially because that it's yeah, yeah great point, then mm-hmm. too, because they're too cool to talk yes. to mom and dad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
4: Absolutely.
1: Say, well, and I was going to say too with with Caden he he doesn't have a hard time talking about things, and he is very sensitive, like Nick said, and he's very sweet to his little sister. Like Aww. he's still very mm-hmm. like very huggy with her and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. So I don't think it's necessarily an issue that we have to like address, no. but it is very interesting to see how your personality and how you are mm-hmm. moves on to the next generation. But
2: because you guys are doing therapy, Catherine, you guys are aware of that that okay, hey, I notice what's in myself and I'm not that intimate touchy-feely. Let me just keep an eye on this with katie Let me observe it. So at least you guys can know. So if it if it you know manifests into something else, you can be on top of it.
1: Absolutely. And I actually told Nick the other day, I said, hey, I want you to be aware of this. And especially being dad to son, even though he is more, you know, he is more touchy feely. He's not necessarily with Caden. So I was like, let's be aware and make mm-hmm. sure that we're all being kind of sensitive to that. Nick, question.
6: Yes, ma'am.
1: How do you deal with,
0: because this is something that I have to deal with with Mike, not having your needs met. More on, on a more regular basis where you you do want more of the touch. You do want more of the emotion and having to kind of be like, okay, this is who this person is. And they're either a trying or this is just right. how it's going to, or do you set your expectations at a certain level or, well, I mean, again, not saying that you are Catherine or Mike have, cause again, we, I have stuff, my, our issues too.
2: Yeah. So I don't, I don't look at it as issues anymore. It's just two different people yeah. in different perspective different just but it's
0: when something like we need that so much like that's such a part of us that like we need that connection and love and it's your love languages yeah Uh,
7: mainly i guess there's two avenues that that really work for me one is is kids um you know getting some of that touch from from your children um just having a close relationship with them um, cuddling with them, talking to them, that type stuff. And second, is you know, I, I made a commitment no matter what. Um, marriage to me is a, is a commitment through and through. And you, you have your good times, your bad times, your better and your worse. And me and Catherine always talk about this is my worst. This is my <laughs> <Like> you, <laughs> you said you'd love me through my worst, but <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I think, um, Seeing the other side commit to trying is is, is what key, yeah is what yeah. is all you need um, so if there was
0: if there was a relationship where you saw that you know she wasn't trying, she wasn't that's and even though marriage is you know you're very religious and you have your values and your core, would that be something where you would just live with or would you have to find your happiness elsewhere
7: that's that's a very difficult answer there. can't cross that bridge uh, yeah, until you get to it that that exactly um
0: but if you saw other people living right, that way then right. you'd be like okay they're not trying so because right. a lot of people email us in and they say you know my husband just isn't trying it's like how can if two people aren't trying then how is it gonna it, or not working that, how is it gonna work
2: yeah and that's that's the biggest issue and that, i think that's why a testament to our both of our all four of our coupleship is that we see the other person trying it, and just like Catherine said, "You know, I think when Jan and I first went to therapy, the very at the very very beginning of our relationship, it was they kind of to fix Mike, right? So this it, I felt the same way. But then, as you see the other person cleaning up their side of the street and we're doing ours, it's like you learn to come together by taking care of you go. You end up learning you go to therapy not to fix the other person, but to fix yourself, and then you guys grow closer together. And Jen, exactly. for
4: you, it's he wasn't able to do that. He wasn't. He wasn't invested in that." So
0: it's like of right. course, so like it, it's I mean, how how could you live that way, you know?
2: I don't know how someone could.
4: Yeah. yeah. You can't. When you're committed Values to growth, it's you know, it becomes suffocate you you feel suffocated. Um, mm-hmm. and you have to continue to grow. And sometimes the only way to help the other person grow is to change the situation.
0: That's true. And and that's but that was always the scariest thing, and I've told Catherine this a million times when I was in that weird up and down with Mike whether if is he really going to change is he not mm-hmm. but I always feared that maybe if I did leave him that would he would then be the person that he's going to be that I wanted him to be but he that's going to jump start him to change so it's whether or not you're going to hold on and mm-hmm. enjoy the ride or or you know maybe he gets it with someone else so I don't know.
2: It's scary no matter what somebody decides.
4: It is. yeah. You know I mean there's
2: no right or wrong answer it's obviously if someone's trying it's easier to stay but who knows?
4: You no, both have you to be committed
0: Catherine. to growth. That's true. No you question. You just do. Yeah. You know what I'm going to ask you. <laughs> why do you call her the warden? <laughs> oh! Coach.
1: <Ouch. laughs> News to me. <laughs> oh, Catherine, he knew that. I mean... Uh, not really. No? <laughs> oh, no. Whoops. I mean, I'm not surprised. But, it,
2: but it, no, it goes, it, it, it goes back to the whole thing. Like, any guy, and we're making plans, it's like, hold on, right. let me ask the boss. Absolutely. I, I, how I many use, guys okay. say that? I so it's a just different a different word. word. I
7: use a different word. A, you know me, like, I, I, I like to get a laugh. Yeah. And so when I throw that out there, nobody's ever really heard it. So they like. Uh, I don't, guys, I don't, let me ask the warden if I can go. <laughs> which
2: is fantastic. Which is absolutely fantastic. Well, I
1: know everybody's scared of me. That's been the latest. That All the guys are scared of me, yeah. apparently. Well, because
0: you've, but you're a strong personality. But here's, I will say this, what I love about Catherine in, in, in kind of our girl group is Nick is not not saying that they're not, the other guys aren't amazing husbands because they, they're they good husbands. But like Nick is, you're one of the best husbands You know, very close to my husband. That out there. I mean, you you help with the kids. You 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 do the like. You're you're there.
2: Nick's been a great. Even though we're like the same age, Nick's been a great role model for me to be a father on how interactive he is with the kids. That's true.
0: So I think the guys are scared of you because that's how it should be. You do know what I mean?
1: I make him do a lot of. and but so I... they're afraid, they're afraid I'm going to tell their wives, sorry, I'm going to tell their wives that they need to be what is, is doing. It's
7: different than that, though. Like, I don't know, she doesn't make me do anything. It's no, just, no one can make anybody, it, but I don't know, it's just I, you know, with what I do for a living and everything, I have I have time that a lot of nine to five dads don't have, so...
0: Nick is a realtor.
7: Ever since we've had kids, <laughs> um, you know, I... I'm usually dropping them off at school or picking them up or, you know, if Catherine gets off work late, then I need to have dinner made for the kid. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at it and go, well, the wife's the one that makes the dinner while the kids are sitting there at the table like,
2: what the hell? I'm hungry. You're <laughs> you know, subjective to your environment. Exactly. You're adapting.
7: You, you adapt to the life you've chosen and and that's the cards that are dealt. And then it just becomes second nature.
0: Speaking of dinner, have you ever heard of Thrive Market? I have not, but
7: I'm interested to hear.
0: It's really great because it it's, delivers right to your doorstep. And what's great about it, Catherine, too, is you know, um, you can get mac and cheese. So they have Annie's mac and cheese. I mean, they have really um like they've uh, easy. Uh, it's healthy living, easy and affordable. So some of my favorite products in there that I get um, are the Annie's mac and cheese. I love Annie's products. It's really good for kids. It's the best selling non GMO foods and natural products, always at 25 to 50% below traditional retail uh, prices. So that's so good. Also, what I love, baby, we love the Myers, all the Myers. Oh, all the Myers stuff's fantastic. The soap, the detergent, the stuff on the counters, the Mm -hmm. surface cleaners. And also we get um, this really great non-hypoallergenic lotion for Jolie. So you can get anything from baby products to food to the best fresh meat and seafood. I mean, it's really, it's amazing high quality. Um, more than 70% of the Thrive Market catalog cannot be found on Amazon, which I love Amazon. So this just makes me even happier. Keep in mind, Thrive Market's prices are already up to 50 off And now they're giving an extra 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial. Head to www.thrivemarket.com. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, Market, M-A-R-K-E-T, dot com slash Jana. And that's 25 off your first order and free 30-day trial. So we have been doing relationship challenges <laughs> My favorite one was the strike. <laughs>
2: but, um, <laughs> yeah, how'd that go for you?
0: Not at all because yep. I didn't do it. God. It's too scary. But um, did you ask me what I needed last week? I don't think you did. Uh,
2: did you ask me? What? Why are you just coming at me? Did you ask me what I needed? I did. Oh, you, when did you ask that?
0: I, oh, Joy, I don't know the day, but I remember coming up. Actually, to no, I did, I did ask that. Did you?
2: Yeah, before we left out all of town. Right,
0: because we still have to do our, even though we're saying it, we still have to do it.
2: No, I did ask you. I don't think you did. Before you left town.
0: Oh, I thought that was just the normal thing. (laughs) Just you guys are packing. (laughs) Do you need anything? Do you need anything? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. No,
2: it was, hey, while you're away, because still, understandably so, like, you know, we're away from each other for a week. It can be triggering at times for Jana, and I want to make sure that she feels safe while she's away. And I had Jolie the whole time, but still, I never want to assume comfortability or anything like that, so I don't want her to think I'm being complacent, so I asked her if there's any additional things within the boundaries that we live in, if she needs anything.
0: Well, thank you, sweetie. Wow. So I did ask. I wasn't that thorough or thoughtful, just I guess. You you I? Were, just because you weren't
2: <laughs> present for that moment doesn't Sorry. mean I didn't ask.
0: Thanks, babe. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Um, Nick, I'm going to let you pick our relationship challenge this week. Do you have something that you can think of?
7: Um, How about this? Um... Love languages. Yeah. Everybody has different love languages. Right? Catherine's yes. is gifts. Uh huh. So, how about just a gift that you know your spouse would
2: appreciate?
0: Oh, that's it's good. Oh, I love that. Mm. And it doesn't have to be, it could just be
2: something. It, just anything. Anything. Flowers it to could a card. Car to...
0: Yeah, I love that. That'd be great.
2: It's a good one. There you go.
0: That is a good one. Oh honey, okay. I want a. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, so the relationship simulator. challenge, yeah. Yeah. the relationship challenge of the week. Um, we're gonna because Catherine, uh, her that sounds so bad <laughs> that your number one is gifts. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why you don't shame her over her love I language? Know, just, like, How dare someone. you, no. Catherine? I'm gonna come with your defense because you and I are like the same. No, no, no just, I'm not saying ch- not gifts it's in not love just language.
1: Gifts. What's that is your number one, one though. I don't even remember my
2: Words of affection? Time. No. Time? Quality time? time? Quality time.
0: Acts of service, that's I think. Acts I of think service, it's, it's, that's it. Acts I think of it's service. yours as gifts, acts of service, and then... <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you're more
7: quality time because you like doing things as a family and...
0: Yeah, that too. To, like, just that's
7: third. Back from theme park that's trips third. That's third. That's after the
0: gifts and after the. That's ex- after you do the after you do the dishes and buy her a gift. She likes the quality time. Gotcha. <laughs> then like you get
1: quality time. No, I'm not a terrible not. person. No,
0: you do not. No, I have to no, no, earn her no. love. And then you. Okay, I have a good one for next week's. Then Ooh. It's to the other persons.
2: So this one. week it's the yeah. husband for the spouse.
0: No, no, no. This week is you just give your either a spouse, partner, whatever. You give them a, a nice little gift, right. just okay. a just because gift, which is so sweet. But then the next week after that, it'll well, be what their number one is. So you would love me more better that week.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for next week.
0: <laughs> And Catherine, are you ready for that one? She's like, oh, I didn't listen to that Catherine,
2: podcast. Catherine and I so- are like, uh, uh. I'm going to be, like, texting her and be like, Jana's podcast is on. I will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you, did you hear the challenge this week? Did you hear the challenge? Hold
0: my hand. Hold my hand. You hold have my seven hand. days. Seven days. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, that's what I love, though, about this dynamic, like Jana started off with, is that it is just a little different than most stereotypes. But I've personally loved it because Catherine's, like, the only one of your friends that has been able to understand aspects of me more.
0: Well, it's, I'll never forget the text message, you know, because, you know, Catherine was there with me when we found out about everything and she's been there for me through the the lowest of lows with Mm -hmm. with our stuff. And I mean, with everything really, but you know, I'll never forget the text message that she sent me. And she said, I never realized how much I could actually relate to Mike and the things that, that's what basically we said, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And and I was like, what? I I remember just screenshotting it and like, look what Catherine just said. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, you know, at first it's almost, you know, we all kind of judged him. And then you realize that you, there are actually similar issues that you guys. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I look back and some of the things I had to say at the time when I was angry. Which <laughs> anybody would. right? You know, mm-hmm. I can I can definitely see things differently now. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <night>. Catherine.
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs> see, wow. I can be emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I love
3: you, big fella. Yeah.
2: There's a new podcast that Jan and I have been ex- excited about and been listeners of it's uh 23 and Marie, 23 and me. <laughs> I'm trying to work here. Can you do you mind? 23 and me has, has a new podcast called spit. Do you ever feel like you are more divided than ever? If you're tired of hearing about all the things that separate us, you have to check out spit a new podcast from iHeartRadio radio and 23 and me where they explore all things DNA and how we are all 995 Genetically alike.
0: Does that mean we're like siblings
2: then? <laughs> if so facto, we're siblings.
0: <laughs> <So> facto.
2: <laughs> Host Baratunde Day Thurston sits down with the biggest artists, including Pete Wentz and Mike Posner, and influencers of our time, to talk about how the world of genetic teasing is changing who we are and the world around us. They explore a variety of important topics, such as how science stacks up against the stories we've been told, how much nature versus nurture impacts who we become. The modern definition of family, genetics and race, outsmarting our genes, and a whole lot more. Make sure to check out full episodes on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Okay, so I am so excited to have Grocery Store Joe and Jenna in studio.
2: All right. Woo! Wow. Woo!
0: Hey! Um, I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I thank just, you. First of all, I mean Grocery Store Joe. So um,
8: I mean, th-
2: he has a last name. Is it? Joe, do you just—is that what just everyone calls you? You Just have to go by that now?
8: Yeah, everybody calls me Grocery Store Joe. Um, my <laughs> my just, last name is Amabili People have a hard time pronouncing nope, it.
0: Grocery Store Joe. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. So, um, honey, did you did you watch the first?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I always watch the first couple, and then I'm like, all right, this is your thing.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but remember, so Grocery Store Joe, mm-hmm. sorry, Joe Amabile. Yeah, he just, got, <laughs> Call me. Call me whatever yeah. you want. I know. He got. Voted off the first night.
2: I know, such a sad night. But now look at him. Did
0: that? Did that just like break your heart? Like to be? Were you just like, please don't be the first guy. Please don't be the first guy to be voted off.
8: Oh, I'm bachelor. Yeah. Uh, It didn't really break my heart. It was. (laughs) It was a little embarrassing. I wasn't.
5: uh, You know, he he didn't sign up for it, so we just got to get that clear. He was like found in a Whole Foods. And so Stop.
2: right I was reading that.
8: Yeah. yeah, well yeah, I was walking through Whole Foods and they're like, Hey, uh, are you single? I'm like, Yeah She was like, You want to trial for The Bachelor? And I thought they wanted uh, me to trial for the lead, so I'm like, Yeah, let's do it. Yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> you right. get twenty four women, sure. Okay. And, and then
8: next thing I know, I was in LA and not getting a rose that first night. It was embarrassing. I didn't think anything <laughs> Who was, was it ever that who
2: happen. who was it that came up to you and asked you that? Uh they I think they producer? yeah, I think
8: they sent scouts out to Bigger cities,
0: <laughs> grocery stores. Yeah, I mean, Whole Foods. Yeah,
2: so I every think, Whole Foods across the country, yeah. probably. That's funny. But
0: yeah. you actually own a grocery store in Chicago, right?
2: I used to.
8: I used to. I don't anymore. Oh, you... now okay. I'm just a now I'm just a dancer, you know.
0: <laughs> well, so. okay. So let's let's transition. You have one of the sweetest partners of all time, Aww. Um, Aww. Jenna. You've you've always. I had the the privilege of being able to um, be on one of the seasons that Jenna was on, and Jenna, you're just. You're just a genuinely nice girl.
5: You're so sweet, and
0: you you wear your heart on your sleeve. And I'm so happy that you know you're engaged, and Thank you're you. just like I look at your Instagram, yours and Val's, and I just you just exude happiness, and it's so it's so beautiful to see because just.
2: You you deserve
0: all the love that's coming your way. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. But how is it? Obviously, you guys are getting lower scores on dancing.
5: Really? (laughs) What? (laughs) I didn't know that. No, it's, it's hard, obviously, because, I mean, week three, someone was getting a perfect score, and we're, like, still rocking in fives. But it's, you know, I think it's to be expected. We are the underdog couple, and I'm fine with that. You know, we have we have to work harder than everyone, I think. We're putting in so many hours because it is new for Joe. But I'm so down because he shows up every every day with a smile on his face, and he's like, all right, just tell me what to do this week. And he's down to do all of it. And that's the hard thing is, you know the packages on the show. It's only like yeah. a minute package, and so you don't get to see the seven days that we put in of blood, sweat, and tears. And he just keeps doing it. So I'm so proud of him, um, and I think we're that, like, cute comic relief in the middle of the show.
8: <laughs> keep throwing us right in the middle. Uh, yeah. Just stick them in the middle.
5: Stick them but in the middle, Jill, but yeah. I I mean, we're still you, here.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, that's that's what's so amazing. I mean, do you do you ever feel bad? Does it hurt your feelings sometimes that they can be a little hard on you, or are you just kind of enjoying it no matter what?
8: I... No, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I enjoy the entire process except for the minute and 50 I have to dance. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But it's, I don't know. I mean, I can only try my hardest. And it's, I am, I feel like I am getting better, but the dances are getting longer. So it's just harder to, you know, like that first dance was 50 seconds. The last one was a minute and 50. So it's hard not to make any mistakes out there. It really is because I'm just not a good dancer. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're trying.
5: Yeah. But that's how, what the how, show at the end of the day is about, you know, is the growth, the journey, and somebody learning how to dance. So,
2: Absolutely. How, Joe, how's this whole ride been for you? I mean, you've gone from The Bachelorette to Bachelor in Paradise to Dancing with the Stars. I mean, do you have anything coming up lined up next for you or are you just kind of riding the wave right now?
8: Yeah, it's it's been uh, pretty surreal. Uh, me and Kendall are gonna probably start our own YouTube channel. We're gonna try to Aww. travel around. You know, You eat. found
0: love and all of this. I mean, yeah, this look is at so that. Great,
8: and I'm learning how to dance. So, <laughs> gonna be going. At, no, but it's it's um, you know, I wouldn't trade it in for the world. So,
0: I mean, no no other contestant that it was voted off first has had this. Uh, what's that word? Like reception? No.
2: Mm, uh, uh, just so this following
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. behind it. Well, that's and what the, I say.
2: That's the crazy no, thing ahead,
5: is, um, I think people forget that like he was living his normal life th- for 32 years, and then overnight he became grocery store Joe sensation. <laughs> like I didn't even crazy. have Instagram.
8: It's, I didn't have Instagram. He didn't have social I media. Got, yeah, I didn't. Have and Instagram. now you have
5: like what
0: a million followers or something crazy like that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, seven. Something. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean and, and again nobody ever. In the history of all the Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, who have Everything. been voted off first, became a grocery store general. You know, I will say, and this is,
2: this is completely off of no fact or anything, just uh-huh. my own opinion is, and I don't know, Joe, I don't know you, but I make up that you're a very genuine, very yeah. true, nice, authentic person. And so I think I make up that that's why the country kind of fell in love with you, is that you're just happy to be here yeah. every day. And, what, and there's no sense of... Uh, you know, entitlement or anything exactly. that even again, I've yeah. only, I've only seen you on these shows and stuff like that. I don't, I don't get that vibe from you mm-hmm. and if, and I'm a big skeptic. So if anyone, if the rest of the country doesn't like, I can definitely see why they fall in love with you, man.
8: Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate. And I think even with dancing, like most people can't dance ballroom. You know? right?
0: <laughs> so I mean, they, they, I mean, they
8: understand that it. it's, it's, you know, I'm not a performer. I never was. So it's so difficult. and I get so nervous right before we go out there. So. I
0: mean, Joe, what if you won this freaking show? I mean I think there's
8: a chance we could win. <laughs> yeah. I, think I think I'll be the but worst dancer the ever, but
0: but but that but here's the thing, that's what was so frustrating when you go on dancing with the stars and it, that's what it's supposed I I love the people that don't have any dance experience. When you see the athletes and it's like they're they of course their their bodies are gonna be better for this or that oh, yeah. and like yeah. being able to move and this is what it's about. Someone who has no dance training who is just going out there
5: and and just living it up, you know? Yeah. Cause people my get limbs
8: f- are everywhere. I'm kicking all over.
5: Well, I-, I love Joe, and he knows this, and I'll say it to his face, but he is by far the most uncoordinated person I have ever met in my whole entire life. <laughs> that's not, he- that's not, no,
8: that's not entirely
5: true. It is true. But he. <laughs> but he's overcoming it, and he's becoming more coordinated, and I, so seriously, I cannot believe that he gets out there and he dances every week. Like, I can't believe it. It's amazing. I'm so proud of him that's cool.
2: so funny and i i think that's a huge testament to like you jenna and to the other pros on what you guys are able to do with these you know stars that come in what glad was able to do with jenna what you're yeah. able to do with joe i think that's a testament to what is
0: doing with bobby yeah, yeah what is yeah. doing with
2: bobby like what you guys are able to do and how you know how skilled you all are to teach such an intricate dance and routine to these people who have never danced <laughs> before i don't think people give you guys enough credit because that's fascinating
5: well thank you yeah it is a minor panic attack every week but yeah <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> I mean, at the end of
0: the day, though, would you have wanted, like, did you no? Nope. Would you have loved someone? Okay, yeah.
5: I would okay. take Joe a million times over again because good so, answer, good answer. <laughs> no, but it's true. We have the best time every day, and we've become really good friends. We have like a, w- a weird random connection. I think it's because we're born on the same day. We have the same birthday, oh, and then wow. very yeah, cool. we yeah. just have a great, awesome friendship. And so, I would not trade this experience for the world. So, yeah. Having I Joe as my it. partner has, has been awesome.
8: Jenna's alright. Well,
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, she's out. Thank you. Lucky
0: stars, yeah. boy. You got her. Yeah, she's the she, best. she
8: does. She's made it very enjoyable.
0: I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. You guys give it up for grocery store Joe and Jenna!
8: Thank you. Good luck, guys.
0: Dancing with the stars. Woo-hoo! I just really love the fact that Jenna said that she is happy with I know, like when I was in the season, people were like, oh, right. the worst dance partner. But again, when you see someone that's really trying and shows up, I feel like that would that'd be better than just having someone that. I'm knows sure everything,
2: despite how successful a couple is on the show, I, I think it's the day to day. I'm yeah. sure is what makes that experience that much better. Because again, people don't know the behind the scenes how many hours you you guys spend together, right? Like just going over these routines, you know, all day. Yeah. I just
0: am so happy. I, I'm just happy for Jenna personally, too. And then, uh, again, like, no other contestant has ever had that kind of reaction. No, again, I first. just, I
2: really believe that's a testament to his character yeah. and that he's that real of an authentic and nice person.
0: I was shocked she didn't keep him when on the show because I remember him like, he's cute, you know, yeah, he's not. Absolutely. And he seemed nice. So I was, I was always very confused that she sent him home first.
2: Well, look at him now, baby. I know. Last laugh.
0: (laughs) I feel like everyone now that's going to be on the next Bachelor, they just want to be like first off and then make the bigger name for themselves.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No one can do it. And that's the thing. He didn't even try. Like he didn't do anything to try (laughs) to do that. He he was was just himself. He was just a guy that showed up. That's awesome.
0: I'm going to vote for them now because I like them. Well, sorry. I'll vote for them and Bobby. There you go. Fair enough. All right, I want to give some big thank yous uh, to all the sponsors today on the show. Big thank you to brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code Jana at brooklinen.com. FabFitFun, go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code Jana to get $10 off your first box. Talkspace to match with the perfect therapist, Nick, for a fraction of the price (laughs) of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Janna and use the code Jana to get $45 off your first month. Head to www.thrivemarket.com that's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market, M-A-R-K-E-T dot com slash Janna and 25% off your first order and free 30-day trial. And also a huge thank you to 23 and Me, their new spit podcast. Make sure to check out full episodes now on iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. This was a great show, guys. I love you very much. Love, love you. you. <laughs> oh my God, Nick is wearing my shirt.
2: Oh. Ah, I was wondering. Uh,
7: <laughs> it makes an appearance
2: about once a year. I love it. Nick <laughs> can put it back in the closet for another year. Yeah. yeah Thanks
0: Nick. for having us. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. Love you. Do, 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 do.